Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. As far as who's gone, the biggest name up there is Rob's former coach, Bill Belichick. And look, I don't think Bill comes back there, but now it's just a matter of do they fire him or they decide to move apart in the next couple days, or do they try and hold on and trade for him? If you try and trade for him, then that's going to take a little bit longer. Either way, Jimmy, I think his tenure in New England's over. Jay Glazer yesterday, before the Patriots season finale, a very, 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 Forgettable 17 to 3 loss to the Jets at home in the snow. Not quite how I pictured it going as a send-off for Bill Belichick. And it overshadowed the entire broadcast. If you were watching yesterday, you know what I'm talking about. We'll get into the scene. Bill's exit from the field, the way it was handled on Fox from pregame, all the way through the final kick. If you stuck with it, never mind the various reports kicking around on Black Monday in the NFL. We already have. Ron Rivera out of a job, Arthur Smith out of a job. Ryan, you hover over the uh, breaking news sounder today in case we're getting any Bill Belichick news, which I wouldn't anticipate after he spoke with the media earlier today. Jones and Mego with Arkan, WEEI. Is today the day? No. Is today the day that we get the news? No. Are you going to replay this if we get news uh, three <laughs> yes. and a half hours from now? No. Yes. No, because you're not going to make me look dumb. I don't think so. I think yes! <laughs> look, we had, I, I just want to say off the top, like woke up this morning to an intriguing. Got myself a gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> intriguing press conference from Bill Belichick mm-hmm. or Zoom call, whatever you want to call it, saying that he, you know, he's going to do whatever is best for the football team, even if in response to a question about giving up personnel responsibilities, something that just two and a half months ago, many people, including myself, said they could never dream of Bill Belichick ceding that much power. And he's basically sitting there saying, yeah, I would, you know, whatever's best for the football team, which is his stock answer for everything, Mm -hmm. but not usually something that is that pointed. So we're going to get into that today. It's our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. Do you want Bill Belichick to return if he is willing to cede personnel control? Do you want him back? Where is he going? Who's replacing him? These are all things we'll get into throughout the course of the day at 617-779-7937. Just know, already a 1,000 votes in the poll. A lot of you feel very strongly about Bill. This is a spot to, well, discuss what was maybe your final look at Bill Belichick yesterday with the New England Patriots. Uh, Again, what's in store for the organization moving forward? How ugly can this get between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft? I feel like a lot of people woke up today and just realized all of the possible scenarios that we've been laying out for weeks and months on this show. 
So I think we've talked through a lot of it, uh, but this is your forum to continue to discuss it again throughout the course of the day. Uh, do you think it's the day, Arkand? Uh, or, or do you think the decision has been made, whether or not we get the info? Do you think the decision's made? I think a decision's been made, yes. I don't think it's going to come out today. And I think that what you heard from Bill this morning was a little bit of a shot back at the crafts for the way that things were handled during the year. That's just sort of my theory on it. I think that over the course of the season, a lot of stuff leaked out. A lot of things kind of came to uh, to the media and with them reported. And it could have only come from one place about decisions that got made and things like that. And I think that that probably rubbed Bill the wrong way. And now he's basically... Uh, basically just going about it like it's business as usual and hey I'm just going to do what's best for the team that's all I ever do I'm under contract I don't know about anything we haven't had our meeting yet and that's basically just throwing it back in the Crafts court to, to say you know I'm not going to play along here you you guys weren't great to me this year you let a lot of stuff leak out you made me look like an a-hole I'm not going to play ball I mean I may end up playing ball in the sense of having a GM come in or something like that but I'm not going to make this easy for you so Mego, you've referenced some comments from Bill today. Arkan, you just referenced some. I think it's best to play this, and we'll be playing snippets throughout the course of the day. You already heard Jay Glazer. We'll have Schefter reaction, Phil Perry, Tommy Curran, Burt Breer, all kinds of people on Bill. Uh, I-, I think a decision's been made. I think it's been made for a while. I think he's done. I don't know when we get an official announcement. I don't know where Bill's going. I don't know who's replacing him. I don't know if it's going to be an elegant solution or if it's going to get really ugly. I don't know any of those things, but Bill's done. And the way it was discussed all day yesterday is it's done. And I think Bill tried to put pressure back on Robert Kraft today. So understand, Bill did a whole press conference after the game yesterday, which I found interesting at the time. And then he spoke this morning, and I'm like, well, shove all that stuff to the side because this is 1A, this is front and center, this is the biggest story. This is Bill Belichick's opening statement. It's lengthy, okay? But I think it's worth hearing in its entirety. If you've not heard it yet, and I already see people in the Twitch chat, people on the text line, what did he say? I haven't heard it. This is what Bill volunteered. He was not asked a question. This is how he began his Zoom conference call earlier today. Let's listen. Obviously, very disappointing season uh, all the way around. Um, players, coaches, staff, organization, you know, everybody's not not uh, anywhere close to what our standard and expectations are. So, you know, obviously, things need to be fixed. Proud of the way the, the players and the team competed, not not the results, obviously, from any of us. Um, you know, start with me and, you know, all the way down to you know, everybody else that was involved in it. Uh, I know we all feel the same way. I'm in a contract, um, do what I always do, which is, you know, every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to continue to do. You know, today was kind of the wrap-up day for us with the players, um, we'll have a meeting with them, and and, uh, and then go from there. So as far as any you know decisions or direction or anything like that for next year is you know, way too early for that. Um, End-of-the-year process is, you know, I don't think will be fundamentally any different from a, you know, the standpoint of how it's done, um, the decisions, that's a whole other conversation, but um, how it's done, you know, I'll, Meet with Robert like I always do. Um, meet with the staff, you know, the personnel department. Um, kind of recap the season, look at the big picture, and look at some of the individual situations that are, um, you know, looming one way or another. Um, so, but that's you know obviously a long, a long way off from where we are uh, right now. And so we'll start. You know, at the end of the day, putting the pieces back together in terms of, you know, setting things up to go through a, 
you know, good detailed analysis and, um, and um, kind of, you know, start a reconstruction, if you will. Okay. So obviously uh, not the greatest audio quality. He was probably playing with one of the wires attached to his mic. Yeah, you know, uh, he gave Bears the signal to uh, <laughs> unplug the microphone over in the corner or whatever it was. But but a lot to digest there. That's a long answer from Bill. And again, that was his opening statement. We'll play you more follow-up questions coming up. He acknowledged that it wasn't up to expectations, okay? And things obviously need to be fixed, he said. Obviously they need to be fixed, which I thought was interesting. The big line is, I'm under contract. Hey, guys, I have, in case you didn't know, and we all know, Curran reported it, Rap Sheet reported it. He's under contract for next year. I'm going to do what I always do, help in any way I can. Uh, the end of the year process won't be different than it has been in the past. I'm going to meet with Robert Kraft. We're assuming that's today, though we don't know that. Meeting with staff, meeting with players, Mego. And, uh, well, they're going to start reconstruction now. I think that's putting pressure on Kraft. I think that's him looking to the fan base like, I want to be here. Uh it's not me who's leaving. It's Robert who's shoving me out, and it's putting the pressure on Robert. I'm under contract. I'm willing to honor the contract. As he'd say in a subsequent answer, I'm willing to give up personnel control, or I'm at least willing to look at that. So it's putting pressure on Kraft, and we'll see if Kraft has the stomach to do it. I totally agree. Him saying I'm under contract is such a break from the way that Bill usually talks about these things that it's extremely notable. And it's his way of saying, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still doing my job. It's business as usual here. You guys are making a big deal out of this meeting that's happening this week. We have this meeting every year. We have multiple meetings after the season ends. I meet with everybody. So you tell me what's happening. I don't know. I'm just going about it like a professional. That's how it came off to me. But very notable that he said, I'm under contract. As in, you had the plan to continue paying me. I still work for you. I'm still the coach here. I'm still in charge of personnel. Now, I'm not opposed to giving some of that up or making some changes if it's what's best for the football team. I'm the one who still wants to be here trying. That's how it came off to me. And, you know, furthermore, I'm under contract, so you have to fire me. And... I think that's another indication he knows he's gone. He's bringing up his contract now? Right. So, like, what? Talking about how he's going to fix the team, yeah. So what the next step is, this meeting that they're going to have, so how it may be multiple days. If you're getting fired, it's not a multi-day meeting, yeah. Bill. And also, <laughs> uh, also, look, he's he's talking about his contract. That's why he knows he's gone. Because now he's opened up that can of worms where in a future press conference you can go, oh, hey, Bill, you know how you talked about your contract before? Why don't you update us on your contract again? He's never done that before which to me tells me he's out. Yeah, I think that's a that's a big indication right there. And, you know, I mean, just sort of the way it all happened and the way it kind of looked this weekend, it didn't seem like there was any kind of agreement between the crafts or the people at the, you know, running the video board or anything like that. They didn't, you know, fix the camera on him or do any sort of stuff to sort of acknowledge him. They did for Slater. Slater was up on the video oh, Kraft, board all Kraft day. Kraft was in a Slater shirt yesterday. Absolutely. And they made it all about Slater, and that was really what that whole game was about. And I felt bad for Slater, too. He's running off the field, waving to nobody in the stands. <laughs> like, it was kind of sad. But uh, there was nothing. I mean, Bill has his big mask on. He runs up, hugs Aaron Rodgers, and he's out of there there was no fanfare at all so i mean this is all this is all being handled in a very kind of uh cloak and dagger type of way his exit from the field belichick's was i thought strange odd well i want to really get into strange that. and we will and we will but just that going back to that opening statement that he made the other thing that occurs to me is that when he talks about the various meetings he has to have it is a way of you know putting it out on the table and saying 
hey, I'm connected to everything here. So it's not just a meeting that I had to have with Robert Kraft. I got to meet with my players. I got to meet with the front office. I got to meet with my coaching staff. Because guess what? I am Gillette. Like, that's kind of how he's saying it. And I am I'm, Queens Boulevard. As I'm gesturing right now, there's just like a cloud of dog fur that just came up. So I apologize for that. But that that is kind of... Like, that that's how he is coming off in that, is I'm the professional. I have all this work to do. I don't have time for all this ridiculousness about me getting pushed out the door. Okay. Meanwhile, for the last two months, he's probably been working back channels trying to find a new job. 617-779-7937. Does he need a new job? Where's Bill going? Who's replacing him? When do we get an announcement on this? And Bill Belichick said earlier today, and we're going to play it for you coming up, that he is willing to look at sacrificing personnel control. Is that enough for you? Would you bring him back? Is the pressure now on Robert Kraft, and he does he have the stomach to follow through on it? Again, 617-779-7937, your phone number to weigh in all day long here on Jones and Mego with Arkham. We have open lines for you to discuss Bill and his future. Mego just hinted at that final scene, the exit from the field, mask up, seeking out Aaron Rodgers, Covered in snow. Come while here, Fo- you. While Fox is talking about he's gone and he won't be back. That whole final scene, along with where Bill could wind up. There's a lot of interesting reports today. We'll get to our Monday foreplay at 245. Triple play at 445. Meg explaining 530 and Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight at 545. Stay tuned. We have all that right after trending with Christian Arch. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. On WEEI. There's anything about the game that stands out to you, Tom, or is it the atmosphere that really gets your attention? The atmosphere, and I think that final scene, the game is so forgettable, 17 to 3, but seeing Bill leaving the hood up, the half mask covering most of his face, no acknowledgement of the crowd, but I understand that. It was a sad, miserable, bleak finish to a sad, miserable, and bleak season. You know, there was a lack of ambiguity maybe entering the season as to how good this team was. I thought they were good. Other people didn't think they were good. That ambiguity was erased by midseason, and I think that even though I've reported the decision was made weeks ago, there was still perhaps, if there was a flurry at the end, that could have saved Bill Belichick's job. I think after this game today and the muted nature of Gillette Stadium, there will be nothing, nothing that can really uh, flip things around. So I think there's unambiguity, too, as to the direction that we'll, they will go in, which is the one that we reported earlier. Get down! Tommy Curran last night, after the Patriots, just forgettable, 17-3 to loss to the Jets. Although I keep saying that, Arkan's going to remember it forever. 
All-time bad beat for Arcan yesterday. I'm so upset still. I'm still <laughs> sick over you, this Do you one. know about this, Mego? What? Do you know about Arcan's bad beat yesterday on the no. Brees, Hill t- uh, Brees Hall touchdown? So yesterday, uh, Gresh and I, in our final uh, Football Sunday show, did our props at the end. And my bet, which was a great one, I thought, no touchdowns scored in the game at plus 1,300. And no touchdowns were scored in that game until <laughs> the last oh minute God. of the game when <laughs> Brees Hall get. broke that 50 yard. Why? That's what you get for placing that bet. That's I didn't bet anti- against the Patriots. You bet against the, a good game of football. I knew it was going to be a bad game. There's snow out there. It was a bad game. I know. It's karma, though. A good game of football? On what planet Trevor was that Simeon ever going to be a good Zappi game of football? Trevor were the quarterbacks. What are you talking about? A good game of football. This and is, it was a bad game of football. It's betting karma. If you bet no touchdowns, you're going to end up like that. So the Brees Hall touchdown ripped Arkans guts out yesterday at plus it really 1300 it re- I, I, I wailed <laughs> it, it was it was awful you? you could hear it you could hear it all throughout See, all, the uh, the arena arcan takes bad news so well i'm shocked that he would uh, he <laughs> so would react to that he's poorly he's so unemotional yeah, he's still just, upset now yeah, he's just so oh! chill 617-779-7937 i want to get into all of oh! You had him, Brian. You had him in your grasp. I want to get into all your thoughts on Bill Belichick coming up. We don't need to talk about Arkan's bad beat all day. <laughs> I do think <laughs> I do think yesterday, the way that it ended, that scene, Mego, I agree it was so strange. Bill, when did Bill put that face mask on? When did that happen? Like, all of a sudden, he didn't have the face mask on all game. When did he pull that up? No, he and had it, it up for a while. Not all game, though. No, fourth quarter he did, Okay, though. so the whole fourth. So, I'll admittedly, I by the fourth quarter, I'm like, getting... how is this, A, how is this game taking so long? And B, what the hell's going on in red zone? And I'll flip back in. So, maybe he pulled it up earlier than I thought. But he didn't start the game with that thing I up. know. I noticed it because my dad was sending me screenshots going, look at Bill right now. No one else had it. Go watch the final scene. Bill's got his face hidden, and no one else has their face covered. It's like Bailey Zappi's walking right. He didn't have a hat on or anything like that. And so Bill's hiding himself. I, he goes out to midfield. He shakes hands with Robert Sala. Then he turns around, and I'm like, oh, my God. He's going to go to midfield and, like, wave to the crowd. He's going to, like, blow smooches to Patriots fans for showing up in 24 years. And what does he do? He goes and hugs Aaron Rodgers and then runs down the back steps. Throws like a smoke bomb and disappears. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to do it. He's about to be a human being. And instead, he hit his face, he ran and hid, he hugged Aaron Rodgers on the way out. He was like, good job sticking it to ESPN, F you, and ran and hid. And on top of it, the whole broadcast was just, Bill's done. They were playing clips from uh, Patriots and Raiders, the snowball. They had all kinds of graphics ready to go on Bill Belichick and his future. Uh, Excuse me, Bill Belichick and his history in New England. And to me... I think the the image of it all was was very very clear, but it was it was strange. It was very strange. Where was the Jermaine Wiggins love? I don't understand. You talk about snow games, and you yep. don't have any highlights of Wiggy in there. Yeah, yeah Wiggo stinks. It's kind of the. You know I mean, what? I take that back. He was a big it's player. Right move. He was a big player in the snowball, no doubt about it. But yeah. you only have so much time. I uh, I get that. Uh, but it was a weird weird scene. It was very weird. Our cam brought this up earlier. Uh, was there a convert? Like there had to be a conversation before the game about what's going to happen with the Jumbotron and that you're going to focus it on Matthew Slater, maybe sprinkle in a little bit of David Andrews, Mm -hmm. but not go to Bill? Like, did they not want to have a moment or they just were trying to sidestep it completely? Yeah, I'm sure Bill said... That's very intentional. I'm sure Bill said, don't do it. Yeah, Bill Bill said, don't put me on the Jumbotron? Yes, Bill runs everything down there. I'm sure Bill said, don't do it. Don't put me up there. Don't do it any differently than normal. You think Bill runs the entire video board? Yeah, I think he's got a big say in what they put up there and what they don't. Do you think if there's a, a negative play that goes against the Patriots, they run a replay up there? 
Well, no, uh, no, <laughs> no. So Bill, Bill's Kraft may have not wanted it either. That's what I'm saying. I think so. You might be right. It might be Kraft. My guess is it was Bill who said, "Don't do anything. Don't do it." Or Bill's just still paranoid about that video board. He's like, I don't like that giant computer up there. Could be. Could be that. So it was a It'd weird. Interfere with Chad Ryland's 17 yard shank punt from the end zone. <laughs> it was a weird. My tank commander. No, no, no. He's oh, I'm sorry, Bryce Barringer. Thank you. That was Barringer. Uh, but so it's okay. Really special teams. They all run together. They're all forgettable players who probably won't be here next year. So when it comes to that scene, it was weird, but it's somehow very on brand for Bill. Like it was awkward. It was strange. It was impersonal. It left you wanting more. Like, in some ways, it was very, very fitting and very on-brand for Bill Belichick. So how do you feel about all of it? Let's get to you guys on the phones. 617-779-7937. A lot of you waiting patiently. Uh, you can weigh in on our big question of the day among all topics. You want to talk about who the Patriots should draft, where Bill's going, who's replacing Bill, et cetera, et cetera. You can do that. Our big cue at 2, 1,100-plus votes. Uh, do you want Bill Belichick to return to the Patriots if he's willing to sacrifice personnel control? Uh, almost 70% of you say yes. 31% say no. Uh, so let's get into some calls. We can circle back to that and play you some more from Bill today because it was very interesting. Jim's in Connecticut. Get us started today, Jim. Hey, nice to talk to you. Listen, I defend Bill. I want to see him stay. Look over the history. The past 20 years or so, we were choosing at the end of each and every round of the draft. Eventually, that's going to catch up with you. In six of those years, we were 32nd at each round. That's why our Jim, team stinks. Jim, how about the year they were drafting 15 and they took a quarterback? How about that year? Okay, there's some exceptions along the way, but the, the, the accumulation over 20 years, everybody chooses ahead of us. Okay, so he was just due to have some bad picks because of their success? Is that an acceptable answer? No, no absolutely not. Just go back and look at the drafts. Look at who you could have had. Look at what you, the, it, the places that you chose when you did have higher draft picks, the players that you decided to go with. Fine players. Other people are picking up impactful players that are changing their team and, by the way, sticking around beyond their rookie contracts. It's not happening with you. Yeah, if if you just need to draft highly to make good picks, then I, I don't. What is what does Bill really do? Then just get the high draft pick. It doesn't really matter who's making the pick. Yeah, and he also trades back every year. So well, I mean, like, what do you know? Like, okay, that's true even too. if he had those the, the top ten picks, he's not going to have them for very long. Right. Maybe. So I mean, what, who have you been watching all these years? Maybe stay and pick instead of oh trading my back to the UT Chattanooga yeah. to the first round. Tr- stay and pick you instead of down to get that guy. Trading back for Cole Strange or trading back to the second round for Kyle Douglas. Like, there's a million examples of it. And and Duggar's a fine player. Who knows on Strange? Uh, Barry is in New Bedford. Go ahead, Barry. Hey, guys, listen. There's two things post-Brady. The only, the only thing you know about Bill Belichick, the quarterback situation, which has been a complete clown show, from Cam Newton to Bailey Zappi, and December. The first 20 years, they've always been great at the end of the year. The Post-Brady, they're 5-13 and 13 in December. That alone would get any other coach fired. Okay, this has to end with this Bill stuff. It's over. Okay, so I uh, I agree with that, and the drop-off after Thanksgiving is a serious indication. How they passed the torch from Brady to Newton to Mac to Zappi, who, tough day for my guy yesterday, tough couple of weeks for my guy, mm. has been embarrassing. And we can get into all of this, but Ryan dropped in some good numbers. Arthur Smith fired today, right? 21-30 and 30 the last three years. Ron Rivera fired today, 19-31. and 31. He beat Bill this year, by the way, head-to-head. Bill Belichick, 22 and 29. So, I mean, I know he has six rings. I know he's won a bunch. And I get all that. He's not Ron Rivera. He's not Arthur Smith. But the last three years he has been, that's who he's been. So stop acting like he's been a good coach. 
And that includes a, a playoff appearance in there, by the way. Uh, circling back to our big question of the day, do you want Bill Belichick to return to the Patriots if he's willing to sacrifice personnel control? Uh, can we play that? Was this Bill 8? I think it was Bill 8, Ryan, if you don't mind. Can we play Bill? He was asked about the idea of, uh, well, moving over if a GM came in. <coughs> Still sick, but You can hear me okay, Bill. Good morning. Wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel, maybe some of the draft responsibilities, and coaching the team, which you were saying yesterday, is something you still really want to do. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. And, you know, I have multiple roles in that, and I rely on a lot of people to help me in those uh in those responsibilities, if somebody's got to have the final say, uh, I have it. I, I rely on a lot of other people to help, and you know, however that, um, yeah, whatever that process is, you know, I'm, I'm only part of it. Okay, so he's been doing that now for a few weeks. He started that on the Greg Hill show, uh, like a, a month or so ago. I'm only a part of it. Like I'm not. Ju- it's not just me. Yeah, and but personnel. you got your tentacles in every no, part of, of the course. program. And it's just that's just a that's started a, doing that once the roster started to really suck too. You know what I'm saying? It's a sneaky answer. It's a sneaky answer by Bill. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like I saw a headline today. Uh, Kat mentioned this to me. She's like, "Oh wow, Bill said he'd bring in a GM." I'm like, "He didn't say that." She's reading some headline on WBZ. And she's like, oh, uh, he, he said he said he'd bring in so, some GM. I'm like, no, he didn't say that. He said he's open to whatever. So I think he, as we said earlier, was putting pressure back on Kraft by saying, yeah, I'll work with you. I'm under contract. I'm not the one who wants to leave. If I end up going, it's because I was told to leave. And he's trying to make Robert look bad or play on Robert's emotion one last time. I don't think Bill would cede personnel control. I think that was a PR answer and a sneaky answer by Bill Belichick to cover his ass and to put pressure back on Robert Kraft. And even if he would, I wouldn't want him back, Mego. And I think people who look at this team and assume it's just about personnel, like that caller earlier, oh, well, you know, we're drafting 32 every year, so you're bound to GM miss. GM is beating Bill the coach. Yeah, I mean, they've been poorly coached for four years. Four years. I include the playoff year in there. They collapsed down the stretch. After Thanksgiving, they fell apart. They couldn't stop Josh Allen in the final two games of the year, a regular season game and the postseason game. They were poorly coached that year. Never mind, Bill cost them games early in that year by not going for it on fourth down against the Bucks, against the Cowboys, okay? Remember the Bills, like, didn't punt for two they straight They didn't punt games. for, like, two years <laughs> against Bill Belichick. So, like, I don't think they've been well coached. Obviously, personnel is a massive issue, but they've been poorly coached, too. So even if he'd slide over and relinquish power to a GM, I don't think he'd listen to that GM. I think he wouldn't play, he'd still play who he wants to play. He wouldn't work with the GM. And I, it's done. He should be done here. Go start over in Atlanta or go start over in Carolina or Washington or wherever. It's done here. Here's the other part of that answer that's interesting to me is I agree with you. It definitely falls in line with him distancing himself from the personnel decisions and the roster overall. But he also talks about all the people who he works with, and he basically just has final say, as if he's presented with all of this and he just signs off on it. Not not like he just, you know, weasels his way in there at the last minute and says, actually, I heard from one of my buddies that this is a better guy. Can you? you know? And so I hear that, and I also think – If he's talking about, let's say, he is saying that he would give up personnel power. Do you think that that's going to be to some hotshot super brain who's coming in from somewhere else in the NFL? Or do you think it would be him saying, 
yeah, it's time for me to, and I'm putting this in air quotes, pass the baton to Matt Grow or, or someone else. John who, Robinson. Who, someone else who I brought in here and I think I created. So when it comes down to it and I think it's a big decision, I can still, you know, override because I'm Bill Belichick. That's what the most extreme version of it sounded like to me. Yeah, right. It'd be like Bill O'Brien all over again. We've talked about this before. It'd be like that search. He's just bringing in somebody who he knows and somebody who probably owes him something like John Robinson or uh, Ziggler, right. you know, somebody who's indebted to Bill, and, like, they'd have the personnel title, but Bill will still walk all over him. Yeah, and that's sort of the problem, and that's kind of the elephant in the room with this entire thing, is that if you bring in somebody else for personnel, Bill's already announced, I don't want to coach people that I don't like. I only want to coach certain types of yep. players. So if you bring in someone, Bill's still going to have to approve the type of player, otherwise he's not going to want to coach him, and he's the guy with the authority, and that's just the way it is. That's why it's basically impossible unless you bring in a GM who says I really want to work with Bill Belichick it's kind of you're kind of effed here I mean you have to move on there's no way to really go forward I don't think okay quickly where's he going if we think he's gone I think he's gone where's he going Mm. Atlanta's coming up a lot Atlanta is coming up a lot right now so it's recency bias I think I'm gonna go I'm still gonna go Washington the Dallas I'm still going Washington Cowboys Cowboys Dallas Cowboys That dream's not dead Nope No very They're going to choke in the playoffs no, no, no. and they're going to make a big big push for Bill Belichick I mean Jerry Jones I'm I'm paraphrasing Jerry Jones was basically asked yesterday is Mike McCarthy back and he's like oh, let's see how we do in the playoffs So like could be the Cowboys that Eagles job go read Charles Robinson yep. Yahoo Sports read him today That Eagles job might open same thing Sirianni loses they fired Doug Peterson after winning a Super Bowl they fired Andy Reid like, they'll fire this guy. Finally, I can carry somebody's bags that I have respect for. <laughs> so, like, the Eagles' job might be open. There seems to be a lot of smoke to Atlanta. A lot of smoke to Atlanta, which I would find hilarious. It would be like Brady all over again. Oh, Brady wants to be close to his kids in New York. Bill doesn't want to leave Nantucket. And then he has to go to freaking Atlanta. Just like Bill had to, uh, Brady had to go to the Bucks, where he eventually won. So... I don't know where he's going. My vote's Atlanta. Dallas is very interesting. Washington is certainly in the mix. You guys can jump in. 617-779-7937. Our buddy Harrison is in Seekonk, uh, wants to weigh in on the big Q at two. Go ahead, Harrison. Hey, guys. Yeah, I do not want Bill back. I think all the signs are very clear, and I just don't understand the Patriots fan that is still holding feelings for Belichick when it's so clear that you need change. If you're not willing to move on from Tom Brady after a 12-5 and season, in what universe would you not move on from the coach who led you to a 4-13 and season? I think it's so clear, and I think people need to wake up and just accept the change. It sucks, but you need to accept it. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I feel. And, like, you know, can't it just be time? Like, I, I feel like I've argued about this with uh, various callers, beat writers going all the way back to the offseason, Curran and, and Callahan when we've had them on, and it's like, can't it just be time? Like, at some point, it's time. And the worst person you're going to hear from is, well, who are they going to replace him with? In this city, in this city, how many times has a team changed the coach? We've heard that narrative. Well, you can't move on from Claude Julian. I mean, what what are you going to do if you move on from Claude Julian? Can't move on from Terry Francona. Oh, my God. If you move on from Francona, what's going to happen? Oh, Doc Rivers, you can't move on from Doc. And what? You can't move on from Brad. They're in the finals without Brad Stevens, although Udoka, I guess, is a, an iffy one. Can't move on from Bruce Cassidy. Montgomery has the best regular season. Like, 
How many times? But Jones, none in, of those guys are Bill. In this city. Okay, but some of them won. Well, this is where a I'll push back. A lot of them back. won. They didn't you win like Bill, but you, a lot of them right, won. Right, a lot of them of didn't crash and burn like this. No, either. they didn't. But here's, when you when I hear people say, I don't understand the fan who can who feels that way. Of course I understand the fan who feels that way. I, I just don't. think you're wrong about it. I don't. Oh, I understand it. I, it's emotional attachment. That's what fan, okay. that's what being a fan is all no, about. I understand having an attachment to Bill. I hate. Well, who are you going to replace him with? What? Yeah, it's a day. The devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Eh, look at the history in this city. Most of the devils we don't know are better than the devils we knew because it was time. Francona was a great manager. Claude Julian was a great coach. Doc Rivers, schmeh. But it's like, okay, all, all those guys. Also, you're not replacing the guy who won six champions. You're replacing the guy who's not, you know, won Thank a playoff you. game that's in four the years. Argument. Thank you. That's not, you know, like that's, that's sort of what you're saying. Well, who are you going to yeah. get that's going to win six championships? Five years. I don't know. <laughs> you may not get that ever again in the history of the league, but you're not really talking about that right now. You're talking about recent history, and you have to replace this. It's so dumb. And so, you know, to me, I just I, I get sick of hearing that. I do. Like, who are you going to – oh, you're going to find somebody better? Yeah, probably. He's been Arthur Smith and Ron Rivera the last three years. So, like, I think Washington's going to find somebody better. I bet Atlanta's going to find somebody better. I think you can find someone better. Let me hear – this jumped out to Arkan. I want to get his reaction to it. Uh, Bill uh, Seven – from today on the meeting coming up with Robert Kraft, whenever that is. Hey, good morning, Bill. You've mentioned your meeting with Robert Kraft. When is that scheduled for? Yeah, I'll leave all that out, Andrew. It's a sweet, you know, might might be a series of meetings. I don't know. We'll deal with that internally. Might be a series of meetings, Arkan, that jumped out to you? A series of meetings. That seems like something you would only have if it was business as usual, right? That doesn't seem like something you would do if you were getting canned. Or? Or if they were bringing in a new GM or if they were doing something along those lines. Or, Mego laid this out last week. We read the Volan report. He he reported there could be a series of meetings. They could be trading him, is what Mego thought. And if he wants to work with with them on a trade, that's going to take a while. Series of meetings? Garbage. We talked about this late last week. Let, let, make an announcement today. What are you waiting for? Make an announcement. If you've made your decision, and I think if you paid attention to the broadcast yesterday, you know a decision was made, then just announce it. Don't be afraid to announce it. 617-779-7937. We'll get to your feedback here coming up, but it's time now for our weekly look at football's league leaders and who's circling the drain. It's presented by Drains by James, Eastern Mass's leader in residential and commercial drain cleaning and pipe cleaning at Drains by James. They give a poop about your pipes. Who leads the league this week, Mego? I am sorry to tell you that it's the Buffalo Bills, which is not what Patriots fans want to hear after their regular season has ended. But the Bills were sitting at one point in November at five and five. Last night, you saw the full Josh Allen experience of two interceptions, two touchdowns, almost 360 passing yards and 67 rushing yards. For that reason and that reason alone, this team is on the upswing, battled back against a Miami Dolphins team that I just saw a very interesting little graph that ESPN had up about the odds of those two teams making the Super Bowl and one going down and one trending upwards. The Bills are presented with a pretty nice path if they're going to see the Steelers in the wild card round and then maybe a very flawed Chiefs team. Okay, Buffalo, league leaders. We thought we were writing them off. I didn't think they make the playoffs. Now they're the two seed either. in the AFC. Who's circling the drain, Arkan? Well, there were a couple of teams that got eliminated yesterday, but none as embarrassing as the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, if you're not going to believe this, at one point this year were 8-3. and three. They were 8-3 and three this year and finished the season 9-8, and eight, including that awful loss to Tennessee, which wasn't as close as the 28-20 to 20 score actually was. Uh, that was uh, not really a close game. They were out of it from, uh, from early on there as uh, 
Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill and that team, uh, which have been eliminated from playoff contention for a while here and wasn't really playing for anything other than to make the Jags look bad, did just that. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, down year for him. I'd say uh, there's some big questions for those uh, for those Jaguars. Legally. For oh, Mac God. Jones' Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe there's a maybe there's a spot for him. Maybe. Uh, league leaders and who's circling the drain, our weekly look at it, presented by Drains by James. We'll get back into your phone calls. A lot of you waiting patiently on the future of Bill Belichick. Uh, let's not bury what do we want the Patriots to do. At pick number three, we now know they're drafting three. If you miss out on Caleb Williams and Drake May, is it Marvin Harrison? Are you reaching for another quarterback like Jaden Daniels? Uh, who could replace Bill if he's out? All that coming up, plus our Monday foreplay next. This is Jones and Mego on WEI. On WEI. Just want to express my thanks to the guys in that locker room today. So, very appreciative of uh, all the love and support that I received, you know, this whole season, but certainly today and this week. And um, I'm, I'm just proud to be a part of that group. Even though the, the season was what it was, uh, to come in every day and be able to work with those guys uh, really meant a lot to me. Likely Matt Slater's final game yesterday as a member of the New England Patriots. We've talked to him on Mondays, all football season, on Patriots Monday. Our last interview with Matthew Slater was last week. I'd expect an announcement from him at some point soon. I mean, how long did McCourty wait last year? This will probably be a quicker decision. Uh, but that was a nice moment for him yesterday, like to get that tribute. It would have been nice to see something similar for Bill. But instead, Bill hit his face, ran. And that's after he went and hugged Aaron Rodgers. With no acknowledgement to the fan base. Very uh, strange. Which was odd, to say the least. You can jump in on all of it here on Jones and Mego with Arcan on WEEI. Let's get back to your phone calls before we get into our Monday foreplay. Bill's in San Diego waiting patiently. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? We got you. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I was uh, thinking if I'm the crafts, I, what I do is I meet with Bill and I tell him, listen, we're going to hire our own GM. We're going to go to San Francisco. We're going to go to Baltimore. We're going to Philadelphia, whoever. We're going to find a guy we like who has nothing to do with you. You can, you know, you're under contract, so it'll be up to him to assess. If he wants to keep you for a year, that's great. If he does not, then you know, he will try to find a good landing spot for you, uh, at, you know, that, that you agree to, and we'll try to work out a trade. But that's, that's what I would do. Okay, so you bring in the GM and then they make a call on Bill? Maybe. Some interesting names at GM are starting to kick around. Adam Peters' name has been out there for a while. He's from San Francisco. He formerly worked here. Uh, Mike Borgonzi, is that his name, from Kansas City, is interviewing for jobs. He's from Everett. He was in a, a, a very early Pioli hire in Kansas City, and he's been there ever since. He's taking interview jobs now. So maybe these are possible GM candidates you could look at. Ziegler, John Robinson, those are guys with Patriots connections. I'd imagine if they're the GM, we know what way they'd make a call on Bill Belichick if that's the way the power structure was even going to work. And on the other side, that makes the timing of all of this a little bit tricky, too. If you think you're going to be looking outside to bring in a new GM if Bill is gone and you're not just going to be elevating somebody from the front office, then those guys might get scooped up by other teams. Isn't too. that what you want? Don't you want them to go outside the building? Yes. Me too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so who are they going to pick at pick number three? Zeke popped his head in in the last break and said the, the Twitch chat is discussing this quite a bit. Um, if you're assuming it goes Caleb Williams one. Mm-hmm. 
and Drake made two. And I know, Mego, as a Commanders fan, you were talking off the air, maybe you could be convinced of the Commanders trading for Fields. Let's say it goes Williams-May, in whatever order, one and two, to the Bears and Commanders. What do you do if you're the Patriots at three? Is it Harrison? Because I can tell you, a lot of these mock drafts are going Jaden Daniels. Like, I, I see mock draft after mock draft, Patriots, Jaden Daniels, three. That's interesting, because I was wondering, could you, and I know people would hate this, if Jaden Daniels... I guess you can't you can't gamble. You have to take Jaden Daniels. You have to take a quarterback. You have to take a quarterback in the draft. I know people are in love with Marvin Harrison Jr. and they're so thirsty. And I don't blame you for a star wide receiver, a true dynamic talent at wide receiver, of course. But the quarterback is a more important position, and you've got to take a big swing at it because you've been in purgatory for too long. I'm okay with taking a quarterback. But I think it's going to be Harrison. I think Harrison, if he's there at three, is going to be the one that go. I think that that's just too enticing right there. And I also think that there's other quarterbacks that are on the level of Jaden Daniels, and we'll see. I mean, Michael Penix tonight could really improve his draft stock. Sure. And he could uh, rock it right up into the top ten. So, I mean, there's other ways that this could go. And listen, I mean, for the Patriots, they have a very high pick in the second round. They could use that to get back into the first if they think they need to do that to get Bo Nix or Penix or, you know, one of these other guys. Yeah. And I think that's what I would rather do than, than sure. uh, go three there. They also could just take a wide receiver in the second round. There's plenty of really good ones. They can't take Harrison in, in no, 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 the second but they, round. But, you know, A.J. Brown is a second-round pick, and Debo Samuel, like, there's you can get sure. receivers later on. You can also point. use some of your free agency money Thank to you. go out and sign a wide receiver that who's too. proven that they can play in the NFL and probably at a higher caliber than the quarterbacks who are going to be free agents. Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, if Indy makes him available. T. Those Higgins. are some of the names out there. T. Higgins, another good one. Uh, all I know is I fell in love with Jaden Daniels when I bet against him. I bet I bet the Ole Miss LSU game in late September, and Jaden Daniels terrorized me. Terrorized me, which is the benefit of betting. You learn who can play on the other side when you're crapping your pants about your bet, <laughs> and that's when I hopped on the Jaden Daniels train, and I'm happy everybody else caught up. Uh, meanwhile, let's get to our Monday foreplay. All right, let's begin with our scapegoat. Sometimes the only way you can feel good about yourself is by making someone else look bad, and I'm tired of making other people feel good about themselves. All right, a 17-3, really uh, painful game to watch. Who is the scapegoat, Mego? It's got to be Bailey Zappi. Sorry if this is the last time we see you as a starter, Bailey, which would actually probably be a pretty good thing. Uh, 12 for 30, 88 yards and two interceptions, no touchdowns. I understand it. he said it was his first time playing in the snow, but that Cam-esque. was just pitiful. So to me, and I'll turn my microphone on here. I turn my microphone off when we're ripping Bailey Zappi. Uh, horrible, <laughs> horrible two straight games by Zappi. I'm with you. Uh, horrible. And, you know, can he be the backup here next year? Maybe. But I'm not going to beat the drum for him being a starting quarterback anymore after the way he finished the year. That was pathetic. I don't care if there's snow. That was pathetic. You want a, a, an alternate, though? Uh, since sure. Mego already said Bailey Zappi. How about Peppers for his dirty-ass hit yesterday? Oh, and then pretending just, like, Just oh, wait till my yeah, but. Oh, whoops, I didn't mean to. He comes in five minutes after the play and knocks out Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that was a uh, that chump, was a pretty obvious chump one. play. My scapegoat is Miles Bryant, Juwan Bentley, and everyone involved in that Brees Hall touchdown, which oh. ruined my bet, uh, because that was an E. You could have nice. had him, Bryant. You had an angle on him, and you just let him run right oh, by. That makes sense. All right, who's our podium MVP? I had just had gotten convicted information that it was a first down. I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. What's going on? It says the cat in the house. Cat in the house. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. 
Our podium MVP is a fellow who just wants to go home and sit on his tractor for a while and think about his life. That is Captain David Andrews. Hey, David, uh, obviously you're pretty emotional. Yeah. It's the end of the season. How much of this emotion um, is related to your uncertainty personally with your career? You know, I don't know. I, I, uh, I think I still got some in the tank, you know, but you know, we'll see. I'm tired. I'm sore. Um, it's been a long year. I'm going to go home, go back to Georgia. I'm going to sit on my tractor with my son, take him deer hunting. And nice. And I'm going to get back to work and, and see where it goes from there. It's a nice way that he talked about hanging out with Bailey Zappi after <laughs> the season's over. Hog hunting. No, I mean, look, I, I said last week I, I, I had some uh, begrudging respect for Matthew Slater throughout the course of the year. Just the way he did his job and was a professional in a horrible year. Same thing for da- David Andrews played every snap this year. Yeah. Every single snap. Poor guy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's taken less money to return here in the past. Uh, so we'll see where he winds up. But that guy definitely still has more football in the tank. He does. All right, let's get to our Uncle Baby Billy Barometer. Throw the effing ball. The effing something game sucks. Yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. It's like a defensive guy's calling offense. Chandler <laughs> Jones is High pressure, which is over the Great Lakes. All right, we started this exercise to see if the offense would get any better under the tutelage of Bill O'Brien. And, well, at the end of the season, Jones, where is your Uncle Baby Billy barometer? He should be fired. Zero, <laughs> it's broken, he should be out. He should not, When Bill goes, he should go with him. I was so disappointed in this offense. I put this at a one. Yesterday was the kind of game that when Tom Brady was here, you would wear as a badge of pride the way that you would play in the weather. The offense was so ineffective. I actually felt bad for Zeke out there. I mean, it just basically grounded. And did you see his... He said said how much he hated it. Yeah, Yeah. he was like, when I was a kid growing up, I always wanted to play in a snow game. And then once I did, it kind of (laughs) sucked. It's true. Um, I think the barometer broke a long time ago and uh, should be thrown in the garbage. All right, let's get to our yeah buts. But, you know, but good. But I hate it, literally. But, man. I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. All right, it can be about this one game or maybe about the season, an awful season, but what's one thing you liked, Mega? Okay, really quick, because Jones is going to hate it. Uh, Jabril Peppers playing in that game. I like it. It's week 18. It's a meaningless game. He didn't have any extra money that he was going to gain off of it. He was injured for a couple weeks. He did lose money on it. Bad, uh, unnecessary roughness call, but I like that he actually got back out there for that, and I'm looking forward to him being a piece of the defense going forward. Okay. I kind of like Jalen Rager yesterday. So it was the only guy who I felt like was doing anything out there on the field. Uh, Zappy was abysmal. I didn't think Zeke was that great. I kind of liked, and there's slim pickings, Jalen Rager. The only thing I liked was Farrell Brown fighting the entire team. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Man, how about that? How about they threw him on the next play right on the Jets' sideline yeah. and got his ass beat again? And he ran over there, started yeah. fighting all those guys, too. It was like Johnny, uh, what's his name, from uh, from the Bruins, challenging the whole bench there. Uh, so there you go. For the final time, our Monday foreplay. Okay. Each and every Monday Wednesday. during football season. And uh, it's going to be a while till we get back. Yes. Uh, uh, so there you go. Uh, we'll get back into your phone calls. A lot of you waiting patiently on Bill and his future. Uh, who could be coming in to replace him if you believe he's gone? A lot of smoke around the name Mike Vrabel. Let's get to it with your phone calls next. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.